Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Very, very, very happy to be here. Junior, man, we happy to have you back. What's up? Appreciate it, man. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We do, we're doing good. We missed you on the on Monday's Hidden Take episode, man. We were yeah, like, the fans, yeah, the fans kept no. asking me, where's Junior, where's Junior, where's Junior? <laughs> we'll, we'll be, we're here for today. We'll be here for the future ones too so we're uh, we'll keep it rocking yes yes we're, we're we're very happy to have you back jenner but anyway jenner uh as we've been uh as we've been saying for the past couple of episodes man the playoffs is right around the corner and yes, as sir. we know you know seeds one through five are mainly locked up i mean when seed number one is already clinched you know congratulations to the utah jazz you know they clinched that number one seed and seeds two so two through five are pretty locked up and pretty sure right but what's still in the air and what's still debatable is seeds six through eleven, you know, because they're all they're all close in record, and any team can make it can could go on a run or go on a drought and totally switch where where they currently are, right? And I, as as we know, the playoffs is the classic seeds one through eight, so that that's that's what the playoffs is always is. But right. I don't know I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, the NBA NBA exec exec. They uh they they expect the uh the the play-in tournament to stay to stay permanent in the NBA and they're 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 expecting for it to get approved and for it to stay for forever in the NBA which is which is great which is great because I think now it's a good idea it's it's definitely a good idea because it give, it gives instead of only talking about the top eight teams in each conference you're 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 able to add two three more teams to each conference and that gives much more debate topics and other teams more of a chance so I think I think it's a great idea but. But but what I want to do is I want to explain, you know, to the fans and to the listeners what the play-in games are because I've I've heard a lot of people say it wrong. You know, I, I uh, we we had to sit down as a matter of fact and see what what is it exactly who plays who and how does it go down. So before we jump into today's episode, I'm just gonna break down real quick how these how the how these play-in games uh, are are planning on happening. Right. So the seventh seed is gonna play the eighth seed and. The winner of that game, the winner of that game becomes a seventh seed. The loser, the loser of that game plays the winner of the ninth seed versus the tenth seed, because the ninth seed plays the tenth seed. So whoever wins that nine and ten, they play the loser of seven and eight. And the winner and the winner of that game becomes the eighth seed. The, and the sixth seed, and and the sixth seed, of course, is the last seed that you don't have to play in for for for, for the play-in games. Um, there it's it's a one game style, you know, just like college. Winner go home is no no uh, it's not not like playoffs where it's seven game series. So it's a one game style. So I th- you know I think it's great. I think I think it's great for the NBA and it adds a, adds a lot more excitement. But what we're gonna do here today, my brother, is we are gonna debate these basically see- seeds six through eleven, right? And debate who is gonna be in the in in these in these uh play in tournaments and who's going to make it and what, what, to what seeds. And let's just, you know, I want to, I want to get a feel of how you feel, how, how you, how you think of this whole thing. So you ready to do this today? I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's do this. So uh, I mean, let, let, me, let me start with you, Jenner. Who do you think is going to get that last seed to not have to be in the playoff to, to be in the playing games? Who do you think is going to get that sixth seed? 
So for me, or you mean the 10th seed, right? Oh, oh no, no. You mean the 6th seed that... No, I mean okay, the 6th okay, seed. The last seed that's yeah. not going to get the... So basically, like the, fir- the first five teams, like like we said, the, the seeding isn't guaranteed who gets what seed, but it's just we, we think that the Jazz, the Suns, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Nuggets, they'll be amongst the top five. Whether, you know, the order won't really matter. So who I think is going to slot into the 6th seed, I actually think it's going to be the Dallas Mavericks. And I say that for a couple of reasons. First, they have one of the easiest remaining schedules. And I think they should be able to capitalize on that and snag that sixth seed. Despite Porzingis being day-to-day with an ankle sprain, I still think they have enough to, to just, just with, the, with the strength of schedule they have left and the players they have to be able to grab that. So out of their 12 remaining games, only three are against current playoff teams. The Heat, the Nets, and the Grizzlies. And, and the other nine are against teams that are not in the playoffs, right? So they're pretty, and they're sitting pretty right now too with Luka Doncic playing pretty, pretty good basketball at 29 points, nine assists, same and eight rebounds. So I think they have, they might even have a chance to make a fifth seed. Yeah, they have a chance, but I think worst case, they just stay in sixth. So that's what I got for six seed. What about you? I, I, I agree with you, man. I couldn't agree with you any, any more, you know, we talk about this every time we, we say playoffs come, you know, that that playoff push comes, you know, that's when your stars come out. And out of all these teams, Luca might be the biggest star out of all these teams that we're that we're possibly going to talk about today. Unless I don't unless I'm, you have someone in your in your list that I, you know, I don't know, but that is pretty good. I mean, career wise, but, <laughs> but I think maybe even right now he's popping. But but, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to him. But yeah, so I, I you know I agree with that. I think that the, the the Dallas Mavericks have have the best chance of getting that sixth seed because you know they have Luca and of course KP doesn't isn't always available to play. But when he is, when he does play, him and Luca are great together. You know, Luca is a great playmaker, and you you pair him up with a seven three pick and roll lob threat who can shoot thirty six percent. Who can shoot right like that kind of does it all right. Who can little d- does it all, man. So. I I had to go with the Dallas Mavericks for, for for my sixth seed, and because that point that you mentioned of the easiest schedule, like besides the Nuggets game that they ju- that they just played yesterday, the twelve remaining games they have are against teams that are either the seventh seed or lower, <laughs> except for so, the Nets. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but I'm so, sorry, not not the Nuggets game. Besides the Nets game, there's a there's a there's yeah. a different team that that plays the Nuggets and is it like that. But um, but yeah, besides the Nets game, they all teams are. Seven seed and lower, so I, I think that they have a great chance of getting that six seed, especially having Luka and KP. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But one thing though that you you you're skipping is KP is great. He is a unicorn, but he doesn't have the best type of ability, and that's availability. So that you need to be careful with that. But I think even without KP, I still yeah. have I still have so, so yeah that, that 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 was gonna be my next question to you. You you still would have the Mavericks at the six yeah. seed with I mean without their KP. schedule is just way too easy. Right way now. too easy. Like with the remaining games, I'm not saying like the NBA favors them. They just play their hard games earlier, you know, but, but the remaining games is just way too easy. Right, so then let, let's move on to the seventh seed. I, I'm going to go ahead and kick this one off because I think I got a sleeper pick, man. I, I, I don't, I don't know if you got this one for the, for the seventh seed, uh, but I got to go with 12. I got to go with 12 right behind me, man. I got to go with the Grizzlies only because for two reasons, man, for two reasons. And that is, the two biggest reasons are because John Rant has been playing ridiculous re- recently. The last, his last 10 games, 29 points per game, eight assists, six rebounds, two steals, shooting 57% from the field and 55% from three. So he's just been on this hot tear uh, all, uh, of, as of the last 10 games. And Darren Jackson Jr. came back. Like, again, I don't mean to sound like a broken track, but we're talking about another seven-feet player who's a pick-and-roll, who's a pick-and-roll lob threat that can shoot. He's shooting 40 when, you know, he hasn't played much this season. But if we look at his stats from last season, when he did play, he was throughout the season shooting 40% from three. It was a pick and roll and it was a pick and roll lob threat. And it's a perfect pairing for Ja. He, he, he's, he's exactly who the, Memphis, who the Memphis Grizzlies plan to build their young team around. So I think that is, it's crucial that, that they're able to get him back right before these playing games because he actually got hurt last year, right before the playing game. I remember I actually had the Grizzlies making it uh, instead of the Portland Trailblazers and to, to play the Lakers, but Jaron Jackson got hurt and everything, everything turned around. So I think that now with him having it back, you know, 
they got a, they got another key player back and they got a fire in their, uh, under their butt. They're like, man, we got to go. Well, we got to go in. No, no time for playing. We missed our chances last year and now we got to make it happen. And another reason is just, just how we mentioned w- with the, with the Dallas Mavericks, the Grizzlies also have a really easy schedule left, but th- all 12 games that they have left is uh, all 12 games that they have left is are, are for team are against teams that are seven seed or lower. So something else that helps them and that helps them get there. You know, they have job, they have Jaron, Jaron come back and this, and, and this easy schedule. So I had to go with the Grizzlies for the seven seed, Jenner. Who you got for the seven seed? So it's actually funny you said I wasn't going to pick them, but I also got the Grizzlies as well. You got it. You got them too. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really, when I write in this, I was like, I was like, man, I don't know if, if, if they going to have this, man. Yeah. So, so the, the first line I actually wrote in my notes where uh, I've counted them out and I kept being wrong about them. So this time I'm going to count them in. Uh, so they've been really solid without Triple J. Now that they got him back, they're only going to get better, you know. Uh, plus, you pair that with the fact that they have a very, very easy schedule coming up. I think they should be able to leapfrog, leapfrog Portland and get that seventh seed. Out of the next 12 games, they only play three playoff teams, the Mavericks, the Blazers, and the Knicks. That's it. And you could really make an argument that they actually have the single easiest schedule remaining. Mm-hmm. So, so I think, you know, their current strength of schedule, plus getting Triple J back, plus job putting up 20 points a game, Plus Valanciunas, you know, snagging 13 rebounds a game and other players like Dylan Brooks, Brennan Clark contributing. I think they can get that seventh seed. So I got the Grizzlies in seventh as well. Definitely. Okay. Okay. So we, we, we agreed on each, each yeah. so far. So I think we'll uh, disagree on, on my next one though. I think I, I, I don't know. We might, we might, but I think we're going to disagree on number nine, but we'll, we'll get there. Let's okay. talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about number eight, but Junior, I want you to go ahead and kick this one off. Since right. you think we're going to disagree. This, this one's one. probably the toughest one to do. I think I went back and forth between two teams. Uh, but ultimately, I had to go with the Warriors in the eighth seed. And I'm going to tell you why. Wow. I'm going to wow. tell you why. They're only one and a half games out of the eighth seed. But they also have a cakewalk of a schedule left. And that's the thing. They have 13 games, only four against playoff teams. Mavs, Jazz, Suns, and Grizzlies. Okay? And the Jazz and the Suns might already be putting their players out to rest at that point. Right? So, yeah, they'll get the maps tonight. And, oh, just reveal the time of recording again. <laughs> they'll get the maps and they'll get the Grizzlies, uh, who are going to be hungry teams. But I think the Jazz and the Suns, they might not even be, you know, playing for anything at that point. Who knows? Maybe for seeding. But regardless, I'm going to count them in as playoff teams because that's what they are. And I think when you look at those remaining games, plus you pair that with the way Stephen Curry has been playing, it's hard to count them out of the eighth spot. I think it's going to be interesting because it's going to come down to the wire. I genuinely think, and and I'm just going to go ahead because I do have to bring this point up. So I'm going to reveal who I got in ninth really quick. Is that cool to do that? Or should I just yeah, go ahead? Me? Go ahead. All right. So it's going to come down to the wire against the Blazers. And that's why I was really close with. Okay. Um, but I do. Oh, I think, and the Blazers do own the tiebreaker because they, they have beat the Warriors two to one in the, in the season series. Uh, I honestly think it's going to be down to half a game or less. Like that's how close I think it's going to be. But I think the Warriors will find a way to edge them out just because of the schedule that they have left. And I think arguably, you know, when we're talking about Luca being one of the best players, you can make an argument for Steph being one of the best players out of this bunch here. So, so you know, you never know. You might get a good game from Kelly Oubre, who's shown potential to have good games. You might get a good game from Andrew Wiggins. And, you know, if you compare that with, with, with Steph Curry, you might get a good game out of, out of Draymond Green. And if you compare that with the way Steph Curry's been playing, you know, they, they, they could make a run. I think that you have those players, you have, you know, you have a, uh, star of the league caliber player you have good supporting you know players who are inconsistent but they can give you you know it's like they're inconsistent but when they give you you know good output it's 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 obviously it's, as the word says good output it's good output <laughs> and they have an easy schedule i i like to kind of you know i i think that that it's going to be close but i think they'll be able to snag the eight seed but you seem surprised with my pick, so tell me who hey, you got. Shout, hey, before b- b- before I before I respond, shout out to homie Jay Hill, man. Jay Hill would have been here advocating for his Warriors. <laughs> Jay <laughs> couldn't make it this week, but he would have been here advocating for his Warriors. He would have been happy to. He would have been, been like, happy to get the first hear seat. you. He'd been, he'd been real happy to hear you say that, man. But <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about you 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 said uh, one of the best players I you know out of, out of this bunch. I don't know, man. I think you. I think you're disrespecting what time it is, man. Mr. I think you're disrespecting Jay. what time it is, man. I think you disrespecting okay. what time it is. My age seed, I gotta go with Portland, man. I gotta go with the okay. Blazers. While I understand that they are on this losing streak and and Dame isn't playing like Dame time, 
I'm not going to count him out. He's been counted out. I feel like he's been counted out by the league too many times. And he's showing people up over and over and over that Dame doesn't go out like that. So I think there definitely could be an argument made for, you know, the best player between Dame, Steph, and Luca out of, out of, out of, out of this bunch. And maybe that could be a whole, a whole different pod that we could do. But the reason why that I went with the Blazers for the AC is because if you look at it, the Blazers, unfortunately, are always dealing with injuries. You know, whether, whether it be a, a star player or whether it be a, a, a very important player, like, like he's not a star player, but a Anna Scanner type player. That's not your star player, but he's very, very important to your team. A Zach Collins type player. That's not a that's not a star player, but very very important to your team. But now they're starting to get healthy again. They're starting to get healthy again and starting to get their full squad back. They're only right now missing Zach Collins. They're they're only missing him, and which is which is why I I actually believe that they are on this cold streak is because now they're starting to have their whole team back and they got to figure out how to make it work because all season they've they've made it work with whatever they have left and they got a rhythm going with that. And now you bring in the, the, now you bring in the star players. Yes. They're the star players, but you got But you got a camaraderie and playing together is bigger than everything, right? Like you could have all the star players on the court. If you can't play together, it doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. I think hey, that real the quick though, clutch talk, like you always put some on wax. This time you made up a word. <laughs> I, tr- I try to say camaraderie, camaraderie, camaraderie. I'm trying to say the word camaraderie. I thought I said it right. Camaraderie, right. That's when you play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 come on, all right, all right, all right. I mean, this is a basketball podcast, not a linguist. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, guys. Now, I, you guys don't come here for a dictionary. You guys we come here for some basketball. Moving. We keep it moving, man. But, but yeah, man. So uh, I, I have to. I can't count on Dame. Camaraderie. I got you. I got you. Camaraderie. Yes. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, I, I cannot count Dame out, and I cannot count this Portland team because. It, it they're not rookies in, 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 in these playoff experiences, right? Like I'm not, I'm not going to say that they have much playoff experience, but they've been there before. They're not, they're not no rookies. They're not no pushover in, in these, in these playoff pushes uh, situations. So and I, who else I has been there before who the Warriors. Several ha, times. Th- th- yeah. Only Steph out of all those teams. Draymond Green. That's it. Not Wiseman, not not Wiseman. Kent Kent Bazemore was on the Hawks for the last couple of years. But he, was he on the first title team? I think he might have been on the first title team. At that, what 2016? That was like four or five years ago. Ah, uh, they got they only got Draymond. The year of recording. No, I'm just kidding. That <laughs> <laughs> they, they they only really got Draymond a step with rope playoff playoff experience like that. Is he? I honestly, I'm a big believer. Awesome. Hey, I'm a big big believer. And Steve Kerr isn't really that great of a coach, man. It's, 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 it's not that hard. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with yeah. that. I mean, yeah. You, remember, we saw it with Luke Walton. We saw it. Yeah, he, it's not, he was like 40-0 yeah. when he took over Steve Kerr. Then he came to the Lakers, and exactly what I said was going to happen, happened. He went to the Kings, and exactly what I said was going to happen, happened. Like, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But he does have experience. You know, you could be good or bad. Experience is experience. You know, he's not dumb. Otherwise, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have his yeah. body set now, so. I think he'll be able to leverage that, but I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Keep going with the players. no, no, you, no, you're you, you're good. I just I, I think that Portland, with them being in the situation that 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 they've been in with dealing with so many injuries and being there before, I feel like they think it's there. They it's at the tip of their tongue, and 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 they feel like they're right there. And now getting finally getting healthy and finally having a full team without without only missing Zach Collins. I think that this will be our time and let's not forget about Dame time, man, because he going to make it happen, but let's keep it pushing, man. Let me, let's talk about the ninth seed. Cause this is where things are going to get tricky. Okay. This is where things are going to get tricky. And this is where I think that the Pelicans are going to make a run and the Pelicans are going to reach, reach the ninth seed. Now hear me out. Now yeah. hear me out. Okay. So the Pelicans have, have been missing Lonzo ball for most of the season. Now, now that he's back, he's they've been missing him for most little t- tedious injuries. Misses five games, misses ten, misses fifteen. Those add up. Now they finally got they finally got Zoe back. I'm not sitting here saying that Zoe is the game changer. He's gonna give you forty and fifteen. No, but Zoe runs the offense, 
And most importantly, Zoe makes the game easier for Zion to get 40 and 15 because Zion can get 40 and 15. He can do that. And Zoe makes it a lot easier for him. A lot of NBA players talk about, talk about it, it, it's great to be able to score when you have the ball, like just, just score at, at will, right? You can, when you have the ball, you can score, but it's even better if you can get set up to score. Like you don't have to dribble, dribble, dribble to get there. You just run there and you'll have somebody find you. You'll have a Zoe find you. You'll have a Rondo find you. Players who can find you and set you up for success. Zoe is that guy for for, for, for Zion. And again, since Zoe missed so, missed so much time, they... So much time. <laughs> since, since, uh, since Zoe missed so much time, they have uh, like an, another team that has, you know, the fire in their ass. Like, all right, we got to do this. We got to do this. We, we, we got to go after it. We miss, we miss all this opportunity. Now we, ha- now we have our team healthy. And what I, what I really want to look at and what, I, and what I looked at, and I want you to really think about this because I thought to myself, like, is this like unrealistic that the Pelicans are going to get there? And it's not. Let me tell you. So right now the Pelicans are 26 and 34. Okay. Here, here are some of the remaining games that they have left. Oklahoma City Thunder, Timberwolves, the Hornets, the Warriors three times. The Warriors are a great team, but the Warriors are missing a big man, a real true big man to stop a Steven Adams, to stop a Zion Williamson. So I think that in these, I think that in these games out of the, the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Hornets, and the Warriors three times, I think that's eight straight. I think that might be eight straight wins for the Pelicans. That might be a, definitely with the Thunder, definitely with the Wolves. The Hornets might be the closest game. And I think definitely with the, with the Warriors, while I agree, like out of all the players on the court, Stephen Curry is by far the best player. But it doesn't work like that. The NBA is about matchups. And, there's, and, the, and at currently, as of currently, the Warriors don't have anyone to match up with a Zoe. I, I, mean, I mean, match up with a Zion or match up with a Steven Adams as of right now. So that's why I think that, th- that they're a- able to get those eight wins. While the current ninth seed right now, which is w- the current, I'm not saying this is, this is my, ninth, my ninth seed, the Pelicans, but the current ninth seed right now is the San Antonio Spurs. And, and they are 30 and 29. Now here are the games that they have left. The Nets, the Jazz, the Suns, and a back-to-back. The Sixers, the, the scorching hot Knicks, the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Blazers with some to prove. Now you tell me that you, you think. Now, now you tell me who do you think? I mean, you. I, I know who you think. I know we know who clearly has a harder schedule. But you tell me now is that is it not much more realistic to you now that I just broke it down that the Pelicans make that ninth seed and the Spurs fall out? Not nine. Really, after after hearing all of those games, you don't think that yeah, Pelicans get eight straight in between? Because there's still a tenth seed. The tenth seed might be up for debate, but I think I think the ninth seed is out of reach. Yeah, yeah, because and the Spurs said, falling out. We'll see when we get there. But, okay, but because for, for my ninth, I have the Blazers. Because remember, I said the Blazers and the Warriors are neck and neck. So 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 for my ninth, I have the Blazers. And, and, and well, I'll get, I'll get into my reasons then because while they're currently in eighth, they are not very much ahead. They're only one and a half games ahead and they have some real tough games coming up. Nine are against playoff teams. And that's why I didn't give them the eighth seed, by the way, Pacers, Grizzlies, Nets, Celtics, Hawks, Lakers, Jazz, Suns, and Nuggets out of 12, nine are against playoff teams, which is why I dropped them to eight to the ninth seed. But I still think they're significantly better than, than, than New Orleans to get that ninth seed, despite the tougher games. Because of the, the talent, the lead, uh, despite the 9 out of 12 games against playoff teams, I still think that I will give the Blazers a ninth instead of the Pelicans. But they do have their work cut out for them. And I think they're a competent team, so I don't think they'll fall out of the playoffs. But I don't think they'll be able to hang on to that eighth seed. I just think there's just too many tough games ahead. You bet Dame time will be giving them 110%. But... For my 10th seed, you want me to get into that or you want to go into your 10th seed first? Yeah, yeah go, go. Well, b- before, b- before you get into your 10th seed, let me, let me finish the, the Pelican point, right? So okay, absolutely. the Pelicans, the, the, like, like, like I mentioned, the Pelicans have, out of all of these teams, out of all of these teams, 7 through 11, 
the easiest schedule. It might have one of the easier schedules with the Timberwolves, the Wolves, the Hornets, and the Warriors, the Warriors three times when it comes to matchups and who they match up against. That that that's huge. And we really like, you know, I, I you know, I talk about I talk about Zoe coming back. I, I, I talk about I talk about Zion, but Nikhil Alexander Walker. And you know, it's funny. He's actually cousins with 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 SGA. He's he's actually cousin with, with Shea. Yeah, yeah. and Mac Vince Carter action. Yeah, they're 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 actually cousins. And I when I was writing the script, I was thinking like, why do people call SGA like a shy? Like, why do they call him SGA, but they don't call him Nikhil, Nikhil Alexander Walker like by his initials? And then I like put it together, and I was like, well, his initials is Nah. <laughs> so, so I was like, well, that's why I wouldn't want to be called Nah, but. <laughs> But that, that's a side point, right? But Nikhil Alexander Walker, like he's been he's been hooping, he's been hooping at, since since Zion, I mean since Zoe's been out, and now adding adding Zoe back in, you put him in you, you put him in the bench. That's that that's bench buckets. And let's not forget about one of our, our our favorite guy over there, Bi. Bi still gonna do his thing, man. So that's why I I I can't sleep on the Pelicans. I can't sleep on the Pelicans, and I I, I see it. I see you. I know you're sleeping on him, but I think I think it's time to wake up, man. Because Zion, the the league is gonna be his, man. The league is gonna be his, and he's just getting ready to to, to manifest that. And they got a great young team over there, and I think that they're gonna make it happen, man. With my guy Stan. I, I, so honestly, this was also a very very tough pick. I had obviously the only two teams left here are the Spurs and the Pelicans, and I had to pick between one of them. So I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions. Okay. okay. So. Let's look at the Spurs really quick. 12 games left. 11 of those are against playoff teams. All right, the only one that don't, they don't, they're not a playoff team are the Kings. But 11 of those are against playoff teams, okay? But do you genuinely see the Spurs going 1-11 over the next 12 games? Do you, think, do you think that would happen with DeMar DeRozan, with Popovich, with Lonnie Walker, with with the player that they have out in in, in, in San Antonio, do you think they're going to go one in eleven with the playoffs on the horizon? That's the tough part. You know, I don't mean to walk the fence here, but but I'm a walk the fence. <laughs> I don't mean to walk the fence here, but I think that the chances of them going one in eleven versus the chances of the Pelicans winning all eight of those games that I just said, I think the Pelicans have a higher chance of winning against the Thunder, the Wolves, the Hornets, the Warriors three times than the, than the, um, than the Spurs do of beating the Jazz, the, the Suns twice, the, the, the Nets, the Sixers, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Blazers. Okay. That, so, and, and I, I, you know, I, I don't want to give a fan's answer. I don't want to give a fan's answer, but I, I kind of have to because I feel that, the Pelicans have a better chance of doing that than, than the Spurs do of winning more than one game. Right. So I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I do think it's extremely unlikely the Spurs go 1-11. I don't think they're going to go, you know, I don't even think they'll be 500. I think maybe they'll be like, out of the 12 games, maybe they'll win five. I'm going to say five, five and seven. Um, I just don't think Popovich will let him go one and eleven. I mean, that's with the, with, with the playoffs on the edge, just like that. It, it's tough. If the Pelicans were closer in the standings, I'd agree with you. But they're four and a half games out. Like that is tough. If they were maybe like three games out, two and a half, four three games out, four and a half, four and a half. Thunder, games out. Thunder is guaranteed. Thunder is a guaranteed win. It's not a guaranteed win. The, it, 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 it's the Pelicans. It's not the Lakers. It's not the the, the Sixers. It's the Pelicans. I, I I feel you, but it's the Pelicans w- with a a great a great young court with Zion. And and again, like I, I I don't mean to harp on 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 one point, but these matchups are a problem. Nobody can guard Zion on the good team on the on the playoff teams. People have trouble guarding Zion. So right. who is gonna guard him on these bottom half teams like the Thunder? Thunder have been terrible. Who I think Al Horford would would have guarded him, but he's not even he's not even on there anymore. Right. Like the Wolves, who is going to be able to hold? It, who is going to be able to hold these players? And the, like that is that is my biggest point that I'm harping is 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 these these upcoming games. I think that I think the Pelicans really get eight straight wins, I, and it, and it sounds crazy. It sounds it crazy, <laughs> but it, they get because of because of against who because of who they're playing against. 
Yeah, no, and, and, and I get it. And honestly, like, it's tough. It's tough to look at it and say the Pelicans aren't favored, but it's just also tough to look at, look at history and look at what the Spurs have done and look at what they can do and then think that they have a four and a half game lead. Let me ask and, you a question. Yes. Who's who, what, what roster you think is better fitted the Spurs or the Pelicans? Oh, it's the Pelicans by far. Okay. Like, like, like I said, if the Spurs and, and, had a two and a half, three game lead, I'm giving it to the Pelicans. Okay. Like, so I think that the Pelicans are so much better that the Spurs could have a lead and the Pelicans will still pass them. But four and a half games, when they they just lost the head-to-head, the Spurs just beat the Pelicans head-to-head last week. Four and a half games is so tough to overcome when you get this down to the wire. But, I mean, if there's a situation to do it, this is it. This is yeah. it. Because, I mean, the Spurs are literally playing 11 playoff teams out of the next 12 games. So if there's a situation to do it, this is it. Spurs got a tough schedule. The Pelicans have an easy schedule. Um, so it could work out. But I just think it's very, very tough because four and a half games is a big lead. It's a really, really big lead. Four and a half games out of 12 possible, right? It's yeah. more than a third of the games. So it, it's really, really tough. And, 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 and I, think, I think it just it, this might be a little bit, little bit too much. I think it's a little too late. Had they won the head-to-head matchup, that'd be three and a half games, and I'd be more inclined to give them that. But at four and a half, it's really tough. But, uh, I mean, I guess I'm the one running the fence now. But, but, but I mean, going one and 11, it's just, it's tough to do. Like, you got to suck a lot to go one and 11, right? You you either got to suck a lot or you got to play great teams. You got to play great teams. That's true. That's true. And they play 11 great teams. Yeah. No, they do. They do. Oh, okay. Well, t- t- okay. Well, talk to me about uh, talk to me about, about your ten seed, and unless you want you you want to hit any more about about, well, about your that, that that was pretty much most of the points of the questions I was asking was the ten seed. So ultimately, I had to go with the Spurs just because I think four and a half games is just too much. It's but too like much. Said, too much for you. Just like three games, I'd be able to give it to them. But I think four and a half gets tough. But I'll be completely honest with you. I'll share a, I'll share a clutch talk special here. I'm not the biggest Spurs fan. As a matter of fact, I don't like him very much. So if the Pelicans can pull that, I'm all for my boy B.I. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking here. I did some quick math. I said the Spurs are not going to go one and eleven. Mm, let's give it. Let's give them. Let's give them. You know, maybe four or five games. And even then, I gave the Pel. I gave the Pelicans the games I thought that they would win. I gave them an extra game or two, and I still see them falling behind. So that's that's that's. I did like a little, you know, a little a little prediction as much as you can, but. This one is a tough one to call. I mean, like, I started with Pelicans, then I moved to Spurs. And as we were talking, I'm like, nah, Pelicans. I'm like, no, back to Spurs. So it's all this back and forth because it is really close. It really comes down to the wire. And maybe if you ask me next week when we're doing the East, I might say, hey, you know what? It's not the Spurs anymore. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but I think that the way it looks now, I think it, it would take a lot. Of, I think it's the Spurs to lose. I'll say that. It's the Spurs 10 seed to lose. That's what I think. Okay. Okay. All right, so 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 you you have the Spurs in at the at the at yeah. the tenth seed, yeah. Okay, so let me, let me move on to my my number ten my number ten seed. And I got the Golden State Warriors, man. Give my guy Curry some help, man. Like mm. it, it, that's he'll really all it year. is. What he'll get it next year. Oh yeah, he no he'll 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 get he'll get him help next he'll get his help next year. But as of right now, man, give my guy some help because he's just playing. Oh ridiculous. no, I didn't meet on the Warriors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't let the mic bleed. Don't let the mic bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I can't really say much besides get Curry some help, man. Like, get, like he's playing ridiculous, playing out of his mind right now. Thirty-one points, forty-eight percent from the front of field, and thirty-eight percent from three, ninety-two percent from the front of free throw line. It really hurts to see Wiseman and 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 Eric Pascal out, and I think that if those players weren't out. They could have they could have been a bit higher than ten seed, but it's it, it, it's 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 hard for me to put the Warriors who already before Wiseman and before Pascal struggled w- with their big men over teams that have great big men like like Stephen Adams or or, or I don't even say great but above average big man like Stephen Adams and or a, phys- a, a physical specimen like Zion Williamson. Like th- it's just very, very hard for me to put the Warriors over when they, when they, when they're going to match up with those teams three, three times. Right. 
it's very hard for me to for me to be able to put the words like over them because they have nobody right now. They already had nobody before. I think I think right. Wiseman I think Wiseman would he would have got bullied too by Adams Zion. I think I think I think Eric Pascal would have been the best option to put on on Zion, and even that I think would have been barbecue chicken. That would have been barbecue chicken. So that's why <laughs> that's why I think that, and I couldn't put the words higher. And I really yeah. wanted I really wanted to see him get higher, but playing out of his mind. Despite man, it it, it it's so hard. You know, I believe that I you know I've, I this is I, I'm a big believer in this right here, man. I'm a big believer in you look at the top teams in the league. And they all have something in common. And it's not just that it's, it's not, it's not the fact that they have like a great, like great guards. It's the fact they have great big men and right. big men are it right now. Like in, in the league, what you need to be dominant is a pick and roll big man. Who's a lob threat. And if you can shoot great, but you don't, but that's not, that's not a requirement. Right. I, I feel that you, if you look at almost all the top teams in the league, they have, a pick and roll big who can who, mm-hmm. a, a, a mobile big. Right? right. And the great teams have a mobile big who can shoot. Right. So I, I think that for us to look at the words and say that just Curry is going to be able to do it is, 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 is hard because a much of Curry's game is predicated off pick and rolls. Much right. of Curry's game is predicated off running a pick and running a pick and roll with the big man, getting a switch and now playing, playing with the big mm-hmm. man, bringing them out, stretching them out. And now he can't really do that because right. you just you, who who who's gonna who's the switch gonna come off of man? So that's why I I, I had to put the words in ten seed. I think that Curry will keep balling. You know, I want him to keep balling. I, I like watching this, but I just don't think it'll it'll be able to notch these the, the, these teams above them. Okay, that's fair. and then and talk to me about your eleven seed. So my eleven seed ultimately was the Pelicans, but it's, Pelicans. It's tough. It's just tough. Honestly, man, the more I talk, the more I think, man, I probably should just put the Spurs in 10th because, yeah, it, it's it's a tough stretch of 11 games. Um, yeah, I know it, it's tough, and, you know, maybe maybe we do give it to the Pelicans. You know what? Let's, let's, let's do a clutch talk change right now. No, 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 no. You already put it on wax. All you right, put right, it on wax. wax. You, already, <laughs> you already put it on wax. And, the, and then all, all the clutch talk fans are going to come back. When, when, when the Pelicans get that nine seed, okay. they're going to come back. They're going to flood your DMs. I'll, I'll, <laughs> stick, I'll stick with the Spurs. Then. <laughs> you know, I'm just playing. You, you can switch the Pelicans. No, no, no. Want. It's good. It's good. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, yeah, man. I, I have I have the Spurs at my 11 seed. And honestly, the biggest reason that I do for – the re- biggest reason I have them there is because of that insanely hard schedule. And Yeah, it is tough. And something, another another note that I have written down here, and I wanted to talk to you about, was just it's crazy to see this new era of Spurs basketball. Like it's kind of crazy, you you know, it's like good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, okay, it's kind of it, it, it's it's kind of good, but uh, but as it's kind of good as as a as a certain team's fan, like as a Lakers fan or as any yeah. team's fan, right? But as an NBA fan, like it's crazy because like you look in the history, the Spurs were always competing, They've always been good, always yeah. there. So it, it it really is crazy to, to 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 see this new era of basketball, and another point I have here is don't let Demar ra- waste the rest of his career in the Spurs. Like I, yeah. I say, get I say get him to a contender because he could be good on a contender, dog. Right, he could be good. But but just a side note though, it, 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 this this Spurs he is era from LA. is huh? He, he is, is from LA. <laughs> this all the all, all the Spurs is all coming because Popovich wanted to be selfish because Popovich didn't want to deal with the Lakers. Come on, Pop. Get it to yourself, man. So now they're mediocrity. That's that's really their problem. That's why I don't feel bad. It's it was a hundred percent done by themselves. So sucks to suck. I guess is the best I can say. <laughs> sucks to suck, Pop. <laughs> so 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 let, let, let's look at the playoff picture then, real quick. Kind of how I have it and kind of how you have it. Okay? okay. So top five teams, like we said, decided. You know, not order necessarily, but who it's going to be. Six seed, I got the Mavs. So then we're going to look at the play-in. So for my play-in, I got Grizzlies versus Warriors, okay? And and I think that the Warriors will pull that out. I think against the Grizzlies, the Warriors will get it done. Okay. okay. Then the, the, uh, the ninth versus 10th game is going to be Portland versus Spurs. And by the way, why I didn't harp so much on – Portland or the or the or the or the Pelicans. Sorry, not Portland. Spurs or the Pelicans, because I think regardless of who they're losing in Portland, 
or whoever's nine, I think they're going to lose. So it doesn't matter. Oh, it's the Pelicans or it's Spurs. It really, I think Portland takes them both. The way I have my bracket set up. So then we'll have Portland versus Grizzlies, which is a rematch of what happened last year for the eighth seed. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And I'm actually going to say the Grizzlies take care of it this time around. They were really, really close last year. They've gotten a whole other year to develop. And I, I, and I don't think they're going to want to go out to the, to the Trailblazers twice in a row, especially because they had the upper edge last time. I think they were the highest seeded team. So, 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 no, actually, I could be wrong. But I know they played each other. Um, so my, 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 my mind is telling me Portland, but I'm going to go with the Grizzlies because I just think they're going to find a way to win that. Uh, and they don't want to lose to Portland again. So ultimately, it's going to end up being Warriors in seventh, Grizzlies in, in, in eighth with, with how it finishes because they're going to win those playing games. But um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I think. So it looks like we both have the pretty much the top six the same way. But then your seventh seed, you had the you had the Grizzlies, and your eighth seed, you have Portland. Who do you have winning that? Uh, I man, that's a close series. That's a close series. That that really that, that really is a close one because if we look at it team wise, I I think that the Blazers are are a better team overall. Mm. But if we look at Coming into the coming into the playoffs, firing right. Coming into the playoffs on a roll, on a rhythm. I think the Grizzlies got it. I think that I, I I think the Grizzlies got it. And okay. like and and like how you said that that bittersweet. I mean, not not bittersweet at all. That 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 bitter taste that they have in their mouth of, of what happened to them last year. I just you know I I don't think that they're gonna go out like that again. Like I, yeah. I don't think and they did it without like Triple J last year. They almost got there without Triple J. Now they got it. Exactly. So I, I really don't think they're going to go out like that again. And, and I think you mentioned a great point about Dylan Brooks. I think Dylan Brooks is, is such a slept-on player on that team. He's a bucket getter. Like I, I really look at him like, like a Lou Will on that team. Like he just gets buckets. He's a nonstop bucket. So I, 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 I definitely think that. I definitely think that the Grizzlies. I don't know, man. I, I feel you on this one, Junior, because I want to say the Grizzlies, but do we want to doubt Dame? Because I just talked about doubting Dame. I just talked about that, right? But same thing I with don't, John Moran, though, and same thing with the Grizzlies. But, ha, but has Jot proved it at the same level as Dame has? No, he hasn't. Dame is a far superior player, but I'm saying they've both been doubted. Yeah. They've, both teams have been doubted. Both teams have shown that they're better than what people give them credit for. So this ultimately becomes like who is, you know, the better the better underdog team. You know, and yeah. I think the Grizzlies will pull it out this year. Portland got it last year. You know what? I I can't I can't go against my gut, man. I can't go against my gut. If 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 it comes down to Portland and Grizzlies, I'm gonna give it to Portland. And the only reason why I'm gonna give it to Portland is because there's some time between now and then, and I feel like that this this little slump that they're in, that they'll be able to figure it out. I yeah. think I think that they'll be able to figure it out. So I'm I'm gonna go and give it to Portland. But okay. I think that I think I think you give the Grizzlies one more year. Give the Grizzlies one more year, and I think that they're in. They're not even gonna be the playing tournament. They're gonna be above the playing tournament. I think. Right. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I, wow. Even I, in I, a packed Western Conference like this. Yeah, because man, Cause... I think the 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 leaps the jaw is taking is crazy, and 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 then you and then you add that with J, Triple J coming back. Right, like them now. Now they're gonna take these leaps together, and that's gonna okay. change everything. So, but look at the West real quick, though. Jazz aren't going anywhere. Suns aren't going anywhere. Clippers aren't. Are going they? Anywhere. Are they? Are the other Suns not going anywhere? Because I don't if, think so. Are they? Because I, just CP. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. How old is he? Thirty six. Yeah, but he's thirty six. Yeah. Hey, I know you. 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 You have been more than anybody talking about. Let's not doubt Chris Paul. Let's not doubt Chris yeah. Paul. I know you've been saying that more than anyone, but d- d- let's, speak, l- l- let's let's talk about real life. He's thirty six, right? Yeah, but I mean, he's thirty six. You could make the and same argument this year. He's thirty six this year. As he's opposed be 36. Yeah, he's gonna be that. That's in, that, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal but for yeah, the by himself. Yes, that's a. a that's and a book's big, only getting better. Book's a bucket. Book is a bucket, but what did they what did they add to the, to their team this year that they didn't have besides Chris Paul and Jay Crowder? Nothing. Like they didn't add nothing, and they were just a terrible team, right? So Chris Paul, you know, I, like oh, you're right. It's only a year, 
but Chris Paul isn't a isn't a LeBron James. Chris Paul doesn't dominate because of his physical attributes. He dominates because he's he's six feet. He, he's yeah. he's six he's six feet, right? And I think that the way Chris Paul dominates ages. And, and you think so? Because I I would think a, a physical big a physical person ages okay. while dominating. I think Chris Paul facilitates. You know, John Stockton was doing that when he was old. Okay. Uh, he shoots. Anybody can shoot, even when they're old. You look at, there's a lot of, you know, swingmen in the NBA who are old, but shooters, mm-hmm. right? He shoots, he, he, he assists. Maybe he'll be, he won't be as sharp on defense. Maybe he won't be as quick, but he's so quick that maybe you'll fall off and still relatively quick and still, you know, a, a, a competitive player. So it's tough to cut him out. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, if I gotta be honest, I'm just I'm I'm just not ready to say that the Suns are are like really genuinely like this good. I think that like this season needs to be taken, and you've been saying this since the beginning of the season. This season needs to be taken with a grain of salt, man, because yeah. there's just so many injuries going on, so many COVID protocols is going on, so many other things that that, that are going on. That like if you kind of get lucky with injuries and you kind of get lucky with the way the season's played out and the, the way the, when you gotta go get tested for COVID before or after and all these things like. You, you get lucky, and I, and I think that both – I think that it's not crazy, and, and we shouldn't look at it as as a as an outcast, the fact that the Jazz and the Suns are in the number one and two seed, and nobody thought this would happen. I don't think that it's because that everyone slept on them. It's not that. I think it's because of the way the season played out, and they've kind of caught in the most lucky breaks, to be honest. And they're, they're good teams, but – and, and, I, and I agree with you. They're not the best teams in the West. That's why I'm not giving them any title. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is one year of decline from Chris Paul, while you pair that with Booker getting better, Aiton getting better, you know, their, their surrounding pieces continuing to play well, is that enough to drop them from second seat to out of the playoffs, right? Uh, like, no, no, no. De- definitely so. not out of the playoffs, so, but every team bumps no. up. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But 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 would you then give the Grizzlies in, in front of them? Like, would you do that? I think I think I think every team bumps up. And but I'm not even just talking about just the Grizzlies. I'm talking about every team plays better because they don't have to deal with the co- they don't have to deal with all these COVID protocols. They don't have to they, they don't have to sit as many players out. They don't have to deal with with with, with all these uh, these nagging these nagging injuries as much as 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 this year and. I think that with every team bumping up, it bumps the Suns down because then because then the Suns have to play teams at their full strength more often because players yeah. aren't out because of COVID protocols or because of whatever, right? Because of the, you could you couldn't get tested. You know, like I listen to the to the, the, the JJ Reddick podcast all the time. He talks about like if you have any scheduling conflict that doesn't allow you to get tested three times before a game, you can't play. You can't play. Wow. And I'm sure that that's happened to many players. Right? They, they all have lives. They all have scheduling conflicts that, that go on. I'm thousands of sure that it's happened. And the Suns have caught a lucky break right. to, to many teams. So while I, I agree with you, I can't tell you that I, I'm not saying that the Suns are going to go to the A seed and the Grizzlies are going to go to the second seed. No, but I think that the Suns just catch more teams at their full strength more often and therefore catch more L's and, and go down yeah. more. No, and that's fair, but I just, I just, I have a hard time seeing the Grizzlies really, really not even being in the play-in just because I think there's just too many good teams in the West, you know, like I think the Jazz will still be there. The Suns will still be in the playoffs. The Clippers will, I mean. A six seed, a six seed. I'll give them a six seed. That's over the Mavs. I'll give them a six seed over the Mavs. With Triple J, with Triple J healthy, yes. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So then for your ninth versus 10th, you got Pelicans versus Warriors. Who do you got winning that? I got, I got Pelicans because of that matchup problem. Pelicans versus Grizzlies. Who do you got? Pelicans versus – I got Grizzlies. Okay, so it's going to be basically Grizzlies and Blazers versus – it's going to be Grizzlies and Blazers versus Pelicans. So uh, – oh, sorry, Grizzlies and Blazers in the eighth seed, so – I think that seventh and eighth seed. So, well, that'll make for an interesting matchup for sure. 
That'll definitely, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for, for these playoffs. And as a matter of fact, everybody stay tuned, man, because we definitely, definitely got when, when the play in tournament gets settled and we know who's really, really going to be in, we definitely got a pod coming for that, man. We're oh, yeah. we going to have our, our, our play in tournament predictions. We're going to have our playoff predictions. We got a bunch of stuff on in the, in the works, man. So as always, y'all, make sure you guys stay tuned, man. Make sure you guys stay tuned because we got so much more coming up. You know, we got our, our our weekly debate episodes, but we also got our hidden takes that we're dropping two times a week. So make sure you guys you, you, you guys stay tuned for those. Uh, make sure you guys go follow our Instagram. Make sure you guys go follow our Twitter. Uh, that's where we drop all episode updates. That's, that, that's, that's where we debate. That's where we just talk about the playoffs, man, because as this playoffs get closer, the, the NBA gets more intense. The game gets the games get crazier. There's less games, so we we as regular people who aren't just millionaires and just get to watch basketball all day, we can really watch every single game <laughs> because there's not a, there's not twelve games a day. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's super, so that's super exciting, man. Oh, I'm really excited, Jenner. You, you got you got anything to say about these these upcoming playoffs or just anything? No, man, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be closing me as we saw. Pretty much, I think the the sixth seed is the only one that's really, in my opinion, gonna be kind of like math for sure. The rest, I mean, you know, you could you could have like you have the Pelicans making a run to to, to ninth. Um, I think that maybe they can make a run for tenth, but realistically, it's just like there's just ninth so many tough. close bout, huh? It's like realistically, for you, ninth is tough for them. Ninth is tough, yeah, yeah. But I'm not mm-hmm. even talking about that. I'm just talking about like even if they make a run at tenth or even at ninth, because I mean, tenth and ninth are like this right now. Yeah. But but I'm just thinking, uh, no matter what they do, like it's it's not just the Pelicans, but it's just a close race for everybody. So it's really exciting to watch and to kind of follow along. Definitely, definitely. Well, Jenner, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. It was always it was fun. You know what I'm saying? And we're, we're happy to have you back. We missed you last week, man. I appreciate it. No, I miss being on too. I appreciate you, you having me on. I'm looking forward to next time. Definitely, definitely. So, as always, y'all stay tuned for more episodes. Go follow the Instagram. Go follow the Twitter. Come debate with us, man, and just be ready for be ready for this ramp up of the season right here because this is when playoffs come and this Best is when we part, come even harder, man. Exactly, man. So there you have it, though, y'all. All right, y'all. We out of y'all. Clutch talk out. Peace. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.